here we are back again some more lessons on servant leadership servant leadership in uh, jim collins book good to great they didn't like servant leadership because it didn't sell so what did they call it they call it level five leadership level five leadership is servant leadership so let's get into this um John Maxwell was talking about the John Maxwell were in the book, uh, Developing the Leader Within You 2.0 by John C. Maxwell, the number one leadership and management expert in the world. And this is what he was saying. He says um, that I've adopted the following words from the Bible and took them to heart as the desire of my life. Now, listen to this, and this has to do with the title so full of themselves and so obsessed with money. Here it goes. Tell those rich in this world's wealth to quit being so full of themselves and so obsessed with money, which is here today and gone tomorrow. Tell them to go after God who piles on all the riches we could ever manage to do good, to be rich in helping others, to be extravagantly generous, if they do that, they will build a treasury that will last, gaining life that is truly life. And you know, that's true. When we have the abundant mindset, meaning that we, we, um, we give and we give and we give, there is a universal principle that works, whether you're a believer or not, in that generosity process. God gives back. It's just a principle that works. I used to talk about when I was young and only had a few dollars for the weekend and how I would spend it sometimes. And then I learned a lesson to um, that if someone needed help, that 10 or $15 I thought I had that was going to last me to give it away. And I learned a valuable lesson. Every time I gave it away, Give that $5, give that last $10 that I had. Don't you know something happened on Monday or Tuesday where I got twice that amount or three times that amount back? It's an amazing principle. When you give stuff away, you get back. That's why it's never a problem to give something away for me because I understand the principle. Heck, man, if I don't need it anyways, well, even if I need it, give it away. God takes care of you. He provides what you need. So there's not a problem. So as we strive to be servant leaders, there's a few things we need to keep in mind. He said he tries to practice these daily. And I think these are good for you to understand as well. Now, a lot of us, I think, uh, as frustrated employees and looking to perhaps find a position in our passion, we live for our passion, live into our passion, that um, I don't think that th this one really applies to us because we're not really stuck on ourselves. This has to do with knocking down the, the ego. And like he talked about this evening and the service I was in is to be humble. And so the first lesson is don't rely on your position or title. I can't tell you how many times even when I was in Iraq, I can remember a captain. 
I was in charge of uh, uh, whatever happened on these uh, oil platforms. But anyways, I was in charge of who went out there. My bosses wanted to know if someone wanted to go out there, why they had a purpose. And I remember asking this captain, I said, Captain, my boss wants to know what is your purpose for wanting to go out there? Because you see, this guy had a mentality that he thought he was on a, uh, a uh, I don't know, he thought it was a tour or something. But we don't just give tours to people. There's got to be purpose and mission behind we, us using resources to send people out to these oil platforms. It costs money, let's face it. Helicopter rides, boat rides, and stuff like that. So when I asked him, he got upset. He said, I'm a captain. I don't have to tell you. Oh, that turns me off. Whenever someone has to throw their rank, it immediately turns me off. I don't know if you're in that position, but when someone has to throw their rank, so many times, I, I can't tell you where I work. I never talk about you know me being a, a commander, having been a commander in the military. And, and people will find that out like, I heard you were an officer in the Navy. It's like, yeah, I was. But, you know, I don't, I don't have to wear that to be me. People find that they have to do that to, to justify their ego. They got a problem. I mean, if you are who you are, you're there to help people, not to flaunt yourself around like you're some big special person and a lot of us i think in this frustrated position i like that we're 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 not like that we're we're humble we help because people need help and we don't care about position or titles and things like that so that's the first thing uh uh to practice daily in order to be a servant leader don't let your title get too big for you. Don't be afraid to help. I had a guy that worked for me one time who uh, uh, he ended up getting fired or suspended and then fired because things were below him. You know, when you're in a job, sometimes you got to get down and dirty. And if you've got to make copies and staple things together and put papers together, you do that. It's just part of the job. You don't say, oh, I'm the vice president. I don't do that. No. If someone needs help, you get it in, you do it. You get the job done. Yeah, so first thing is don't rely on your position or title. I mean, if you're worth your weight and you're helping people, they know you're in charge. You don't have to tell them. They can read. <laughs> I choose to believe in people and their potential. Man, that's a big one. So many times we don't know everything. And people need encouragement. And that's probably the next one anyways, I'm on encouragement. But to see the potential, just like my friend I talk about, that um, I, I slid, it got him in the position where he worked for me, slid through a little gap of time, and I think it was God designed, that uh, they opened a window where we could get him out of the department he was in. And then I remember his manager, his old manager coming to mind and telling him, you don't want this guy, and telling him all the reasons why not, but we still took him. We knew a good thing when we saw it. <laughs> we saw the potential. And where is he now? The assistant vice president at the company. One of them. So being able to see the potential 
and believe in people, believing in others, and then try to see things from other people's perspective. You know, you can't criticize until you walk a mile in someone else's shoes. Understand, seek first to understand before you're understood. Seek first to understand before you're understood. I know where people are. Listen to them. Understand. And then you can understand maybe why some of the things they do, they do. But yeah, see things from other people's perspective. Don't be in that cloud. I was t- I wrote something this morning to uh, my team about that, talking about um, so many times people at uh, in companies, executives, are filtered. And they can choose to accept that filtered information, or they can come down and talk to people to find out the real truth of what's going on. You know, you can live, live in the sky and think, oh, the world is great. Why do you think Aeon had the problem? Because they refused to see the signs. The, the signs were there. I can guarantee you the signs were there. People knew. But the ones who were in charge turned a blind eye. So many times in so many corporations, the people above turn a blind eye. They don't want to see the problems. They just want to live their time and move on. That's what the problem is. If you really care about people and growing companies, the people are the companies. And if you serve the people, the people will serve you. Well, they will be committed to making things happen. Serve the people. Serve the people. That's why you're there. That's why I put you in charge. Not to flaunt a flag like you're a superhero or something, but because they felt you had the knowledge that, and you could, you could provide the vision that the people need that they could rally around and, and focus towards a goal. And as a team win, and not as an individual. And then give them all the credit. You don't need the credit. Give them the credit. Make them feel good so that they can grow. And someday they'll be in charge having their own company. Someday you'll be in charge having your own company. Servant leadership, man. Watching others grow is such a great experience. But you get down there and you talk to people. You listen to them. Okay. I work. Create an environment of encouragement. Don't tolerate people being put down. No. Everyone has something they're good at. Who are you to, to, to put someone else down? Because they haven't experienced or they may not have the education you have. They know something you don't know. They wouldn't have been there that long if they didn't. They were hired for a reason. They've got skills. Respect them. And they'll respect you back. But don't look down to anyone. Never look down. Everyone's important. Everyone is critical. And everyone has a life. Everyone puts their pants leg on one at a time. You're no different. Everyone has a point in life where they where they die. No one gets out alive. <laughs> I heard someone say that. No, remember, no one gets out alive. 
So we're all the same. We're all going to die. We're all the same. No one gets out alive. And then the last one. Measure your success by how much value you add to others. As I was telling you yesterday about my uh, experience when I was second in charge of the uh, reserve unit. We measured ourselves by how much everyone else accomplished. You know, the guy, the one guy who uh, got picked up for the officer program, the other one got picked up as a senior leadership, and anyone who was eligible to take the advancement exams um, took them and passed. We made sure that everyone that could advance, advanced. And that was our measure that we were succeeding. And as a result, one of the things, because everyone did so well, we, we received the communication award as well for the unit as a whole. But it was the unit's gift. It was the unit's award. It wasn't us. We just made sure they had what they needed and they got what they needed done so that they were in a position that if they had worked, they would earn what they deserve. And we had a small part in it. And when you do that for others, when you do that for yourself, and you invest in others, then, then you come to that point where you realize if you stepped away and started to work in something that you're passionate about and be able to give to others in a greater way, you have less stress, you'll be more energetic, and you'll have more fun than you ever thought you could. Or if you choose, as some do, to start your own business and still investing in others because no one's an island. And then those that rally around you and you put that vision out there and then everyone works together and then you can award them in such a great way and the company flourishes. That, that is great, great servanthood, great servanthood. So let's recap that one more time. The things we want to try and do to build servanthood, number one, we don't want to rely on titles or positions. We don't we want to choose to believe and have that people have potential. We want to try to see things through their perspective. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. And then we want to work and create the environment of encouragement where everyone is rooting everyone else on and cheering and someone falls help them out, pick them up, pat them on the back, tell them they can do it, get them to do, go through that path, test, fail, learn, and re-enter. Help them to keep going. Don't stop. Don't quit. Just like you didn't quit. They need that encouragement. You're important to us. We need you. You got to do it again. And then, Measure your success by the success of the team. The team succeeds. That's your accomplishment, not you individually. That's my lesson tonight. Servant leadership daily. So my thing to you is take inventory. 
Take inventory. Are you using your position at work? I don't think you are. I think because the people that I work with and I bring and draw in here are servant type people. But if you are and you realize that you're using your position and not just using your skill and your help and assisting others, cut it out if you want to be that servant leadership and really be able to accelerate your growth. And then, you know, look for the value in others. Look for the potential in others and give them opportunities. That was one of the biggest things that that probably one of the toughest things I had a problem with in my last uh, job that I had was um, I always was excited about helping someone learn something, but sometimes they didn't want to learn. You get ready and excited about teaching what you know, and then you find out these people don't want it. Just do it. Just get it done. I don't want to learn this. You're like, wow, you won't be here long. (laughs) Because we want people who want to grow, too. If they don't want to grow, you know. And then that empathy, seeing things through. uh, Because people are not one-dimensional. They're three-dimensional. Find out what's happening in the home life. See things from people's other people's perspective. Yeah, I was up all night with a sick child. Hey, you know what? Why don't you just come in late? Or why don't you leave early? Because I know you're up all night. You only got three hours sleep. And you're, you're barely hanging on. Don't worry. We, we'll take care of the rest of your work. Really cheer people up. Make sure you're doing that. And make sure you're encouraging people. People crave encouragement. If you listen to my other talk, I talk about that. And um, the the, uh, the video I have pinned there saying why I do Facebook Lives, the beginning of that. They talk about a coach and how he said that uh, always point to the guy who gave you the assist for those who score. He said, what if they're not watching? They're always watching. They're always watching. People crave encouragement. People crave encouragement. Trust me. It makes all the difference in the world. I had a buddy I used to have lunch with all the time. That's the only thing he'd talk about was how he never got any credit. No one pat him on the back. He'd stay all weekend, help out, and do all different things. And complain, they didn't even mention me in the email. People crave encouragement. Trust me. Give it to them. Be abundant in your praise and encouragement to people. It means all the world to them. And you just don't know how important, how how powerful it is when they hear it coming from you. You being the boss and you tell them, hey, you did a great job there. It means everything in the world to them. They'll go to the ends of the earth, commit themselves to make sure they get the job done for you because you recognize them first. And you you let them know that they're important. And then, you know, praise in public, criticize in private. When it comes time for the praise, it's the team that gets the praise, not you. Yeah, you may have led the team, but without the team, you wouldn't have made it. And every, every time, every chance you get, when they put you on stage as a representative, 
the first thing that comes out of your mouth. It's because of them that we did it. It wasn't me. They did it. Recognize them. You had nothing to do with it. You're just a figurehead in front. You gave the vision, but they did the work. So they get the praise. Man, this is good stuff. Until tomorrow, we as servant leaves, as I'm serving you here, pouring my heart out, giving you all that I've got, to hopefully be able to help you to be able to, to, to spread your wings and do what you're passionate about and be able to help others to do what they're passionate about, playing it forward. It's such a powerful lesson. Until tomorrow, I will talk to you later. But listen to this again, and I hope you feel encouraged. Servant leadership so critical. Have a good evening.